Hello, my dear church boys, and welcome back to St. Robert's Day Game Podcast. And in this podcast episode, I am talking to James. James had day game for more or less two years, and he had very similar beliefs that many beginning day gamers have. But for all the work he had done over the two years, he had very little to show for it. He realized he can keep doing the same things he has been doing, he can believe the same things he believed about day game, or he can look the reality in the eye, understand that something isn't working, he has to change something, and that's what he chose to do. And after changing just a few things in the way he day games and in what he believes, he got four day game lays in the following four months. In this conversation, James shares his story, what were the things he was doing and things he was believing before, what were the few things he changed to start getting results, and where he is right now in his day game journey. If after listening to this you want to ask James some additional questions, he is on our day game church telegram group chat where we have more than 400 day gamers from literally all over the world. And you can join the group chat by clicking the link in the description, filling the form there, joining the mailing list, and you will receive the invitation link to join the chat in the welcome email. You'll hear James telling that one of the things he had to fix was the way he behaves on date. He had to learn to escalate better. And if that's something you're also struggling with, then I have published a free course where you can learn everything you need to do about what to do on dates. The course is available for free on daygamecourses.com. And the last thing I wanted to share before we jump into the conversation with James, in a few months in March, I am heading to Mexico because it's spring break and a bunch of American college girls are going down to Mexico to party. And you can imagine how good the day game there is going to be if you know what you're doing. I will have two coaching spots available while I will be there. So if the idea about learning day game in a nice beach town that's full with American college girls during the day and then sipping margaritas in a beach bar in the evening sounds like a good plan, then you can click on a link in the description to learn more about how coaching with me usually works. You can fill the form at the bottom of the page, just mention you're interested in Mexico, and I'll send you all the details, the city, the dates, the prices, etc. And now, let's jump into the conversation with James. Well, James, let's start with some basics because day gamers come in all sizes and ages and backgrounds and personality types, etc. So maybe give guys a little background information on you. Uh, more or less, how old are you? Where are you locate, located? What do you do, etc.? Hey, so I'm in my late 30s. I live in a mid-sized city in France. I'm a French-born Asian guy. I work in marketing sales, and uh, I am location independent. Location independent. Uh, does it mean you've day gamed in many locations, or has it mostly been in France? Or what's the what's the story with that? Well, I day game mainly in France and um, Lisbon, Portugal, and I also day game a little bit in Spain and in Ukraine as well. So, so you've been to quite a few places in Europe. Uh, so maybe let's start with uh, you are, you said you're late 30s. So how did you discover day game? How did all of this hmm. start? Well, 
I've always been into the concept of um, high agency, which means having the ability to do stuff that most people will say is um, impossible. And um, among the types of high agency things I wanted to do on top of my list was, uh, well, become location independent, which is something I achieved before it became uh, fashionable. And also, well, when I see a girl I like in real life, just have the ball to go and approach her instead of just going on Tinder and Instagram and hoping to get lucky. So this is why I went to day game specifically. Maybe let's, before we jump into the day game, you said you became location independent before it became fashionable. So how long have you been location independent? I've been location independent for a bit more than five years. Okay, yeah, that's kind of before COVID, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. started when COVID started because that's when a lot of people could kind of do that and you did it mm-hmm. earlier. So you decided day game is one more of those things that many people believe is impossible. Uh, how long ago did you start? So I started about two two years and a half ago. I've started in uh, in Portugal. So basically, I've just bought a course online about how to approach girls on the street. And I just started to, to do very bad approaches. <laughs> Why were they bad? How, well, or, or how do you, how did you know, or when and how did you realize that the approaches you were doing were bad? Hmm. I think I realized pretty quickly but the problem was I didn't know what was bad about them. Um, and in retrospect, I didn't have structure. So basically, I didn't, I didn't have specific steps and details about how to carry myself, uh, which kind of things I should say. So it was a lot of um, freestyle. And obviously, this, is not, well, this doesn't work too well for most guys who are getting into dating. Uh, and um, so you started two and a half years ago. When did you get your first day game lay? I got my first day game lay this summer. So way um, after getting started in day game. So I had maybe two years of doing day game on and off, like trying to do it and then being like, oh shit, this doesn't work. I'm stopping and then resuming again three to six months after. So it's been this cycle of of hype and uh, depression. <laughs> well, listen, James, a lot of people go through what you went through. I think most day gamers are day gaming on and off for years. They're trying. They're trying to figure out how this works. And then they see, oh, fuck, this doesn't work. And then they quit. And then they find something new. And then they try that again. And that doesn't work. So you, you did a lot during those two years, I assume. So what happened last summer? How did you finally get your first day game? Like what had changed? Mm. Yeah. So yeah, just to give you some details, during the first two years, I didn't do that much. I think I did about 300 sets, which is a very low volume. And um, yeah, about six months ago, I... I thought, okay, like you're not getting late, you're not having results. 
well, I had a few makeouts, I had a few dates, but like I haven't been able to get in late. So I was like, okay, it's either you, you just stop doing this or you get serious about it. Uh, so I decided to, to so-called turn pro. It's a concept by Stephen Pressfield. So um, the amateur, like he just does the thing when he feels like doing it. But when it's raining, he doesn't do it. Or when it's hard or when it doesn't feel like it, he doesn't do it. And I decided, okay, fuck it. I'm going to turn pro and I'm going to, to put in some volume. So I decided, okay, I'm going to do 25 sets per week. I'm going to record my sets. If it rains, I'm going to dig in anyway. If I don't feel like it, I'm going to dig in anyway. Um, so it's, I started to do this in June uh, 2022. And 10 weeks after, I had my first day game lay. So I think it really shows that just by, well, uh, being persistent, you can get results. Uh, was there anything else that changed in your game apart from being consistent? Well, I also changed the material I was using. Uh, during my first two years, I was, you know, I thought that um, natural game would work, um, which didn't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, big surprise. Yeah. And then, you know, like I, um, a friend of mine told me about you. I, I, I saw your YouTube channel. And to be completely honest, uh, when I saw the copy and paste lines, I was like, oh, that's, uh, that's very unnatural. Like um, I couldn't do this and, and blah, blah, blah. But after, I don't know, after a few months of, still not getting results. I was like, okay, I'm just going to give it a try. And right away, I started having some encouraging results. Like I started having girls hooking, being interested in me and going on dates. So yeah, applying the right material is obviously uh, something that helped me. Yeah. And, and by the way, just for the guys listening, I wanted to explain one thing between kind of, this, this battle between natural game and structured game, I'm not saying that the ideal game is day game is structured and with copy-paste lines, but I think that the end goal is to become a natural, is to be able to just, while still sticking to more or less structure, kind of, okay, this is opening, this is working on attraction, then on comfort, and then closing, while still sticking to that framework. But being able to improvise and, and use talk about whatever topics without necessarily copy-paste stories. But I think that getting there is super, super hard because guys don't understand what works and what doesn't. And that's where the structural game comes in. Structural game, I think, is structured game. I think it's the best way to learn. But then mm. when guys really, really understand how things work and not understand in their head in theory, but understand in a way that they've proven that with their results... Uh, that being, I, I think a guy really, really understands day game when he's at maybe like 30 day game lays, but he can start dropping the model a little bit sooner. And then, of course, we, we drop the training wheels, we drop the structure, we drop the copy-paste stuff, and we we, we kind of move to that natural format. So mm -hmm. I just didn't want the guys to get an impression that copy-paste lines is, is what you do forever, uh, even mm -hmm. though that is the best way to learn day game in in, in my eyes. Okay. Uh, yeah. And you were day gaming uh, the last summer. You were you were day gaming in Lisbon, or where was that? Yeah, yeah, I was day gaming in Lisbon, which is a cool place to day game, actually. 
uh, I, I know that Lisbon has become kind of like a, uh, it, it, it's, it's appeared on a map. <laughs> uh, did you meet many day gamers there or, or, or what, what was the, how busy was it? Uh, well, I, I've met, um, you met Pablito through the chat. Yeah. Yeah. I met Pablito uh, through the chat. He became a friend and the wing was amazing. Um, I met two day gamers by accident and I became friends with one of them. So, you know, gaming three months and just meeting by accident two day gamers to me, doesn't mean that this city is overcrowded with day gamers. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that's, that's good to hear. Uh, so you said that one of the biggest struggles you had was, or not really struggles, but the problem was that you were day gaming on off. You were trying kind of this, trying that you were mostly using kind of natural approach. And that was, that didn't work. Were there any other big struggles that you were going through throughout the, before you go, got your first play? Hmm. Well, yeah. Like, um, when I started, with the London day game model, I think my biggest struggle was not in the verbal game. It was mostly in my subcommunication. Um, I, I, well, I've been working a lot to, to stop being Mr. Nice Guy, but, uh, in my sets and still up to today, um, sometimes I can have a bit of a nice guy vibe, meaning, like a voice that's not like super, super low, uh, too fast saying, um, saying yes, yes, yes. And always agreeing with the girl or laughing nervously. Um, and I feel that turning those things down while at the same time, increasing my level of intent, um, helped me a lot to, to get to my first lay. How did you stop or how did you became less of a nice guy if that was a problem for you? Hmm. Well, I read the book, <laughs> No More Mr. Nice Guy, but it didn't help. What <laughs> helped? <laughs> yeah. I think there are some things that you cannot really learn by reading books, you know, and I'm, I'm a huge nerd with books. The thing that helped me the most was, well, approaching recording all my sets and then listening to my sets and sending my sets to a more experienced friend who will tell me, Hey, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. Blah, blah, blah. And I will also listen to my sets and cringe. Oh my God, this is really shit. I really don't want to do this. And, you know, just doing this, like your brain realizes, okay, there's, there's a proper way to doing this. And uh, so let's do it on the next set. And then in the beginning, it's a bit unnatural. Uh, for example, um, at some point, I was making a point to to challenge the girl, to say something in the lines of, oh, uh, you like hiking. Uh, I actually don't like hiking. Like, why do you like it? In the beginning, it felt very wrong to do this because I'm a very, you know, agreeable guy and all of this. But later on, it became more second nature. And now it's easier to do this. When I feel like disagreeing with the girl, it's very easy to do so. While before, it was almost impossible. Okay. Was there anything else you did to stop to become less of a nice guy? Or was it mostly just recording your sets, practicing things like challenging, probably qualification questions, and, and that's it? Um, mm, watching some movies with some badass guys. 
<laughs> like, you know, like modeling James Bond, for example. James Bond okay. is not a Mr. Night guy. And, and just, just thinking, okay, how would he, how would he approach the girl? Would he do a very big smile and being all agreeable and stuff? Or would it be like dominant with a little smirk and extremely confident of himself? Oh, interesting. I've never actually thought about, about that. Any other movies that come to mind or were just James Bond? Hmm. No, I think James Bond is really uh, my inspiration. Okay. So your one of the challenges was you were a bit too much of a nice guy. Uh, were you mm-hmm. facing any other challenges that you had to overcome to get your first day gameplays? Yeah. Yeah. Date. Date. Uh, date, mo- date models. Date escalation. Um, I mean, it was either being too much of a nice guy or talking about nerdy topics or talking about very emotional or serious topics. And, um, so obviously it would put the vibe down a lot. And also my escalation was very clunky. So it was either not escalating, escalating at all and having the girl feel like I'm a gay <laughs> or just over escalating like crazy and having the girl feel like, Oh my God, this guy is completely crazy. How did you, how did you learn to fix your escalation? Cause that's a, that's a very, very common problem either being too slow or super, super fast. So how did you fix that? Hmm. Well, watching the material over and over and over again, uh, your material, the material from uh, Tom Torero, Nick Rosa, And after every date, Reanalyzing what I did. Okay, I did this. I did that, and um, and I will always make a mistake. So I will always say, okay, I'm I'm never going to make this mistake again. So basically, you were you were doing the same thing I was doing. You were geeking out on everything you were doing, whether that is in sets or whether that's what happened on dates or or. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so where is your game now? Because this isn't one of those stories of, hey, look at this guy. He was starting like years ago and now he has like 50 day game lays. You are still a beginner. You're still starting yeah. out. You're, you're a few lays in. So where are you in your day game right now? What are the results you have so far? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. I've got my spreadsheet. So you guys going to have the details. <laughs> so I've done exactly 1,010 approaches. Um, I have four day game lays. Um, it takes me 92 sets to get one lay. So this is like the, the ratio for a beginner. And my current bottleneck is that, uh, takes me lots of numbers to get uh, a date. It takes me seven numbers to get a date. So I need uh, to work James, on this. That, that isn't that bad, actually. Uh, a typical oh. uh, date to number, a typical number to date conversion would be five to one. It's mm-hmm. it's completely normal to get one date out of five numbers. So if yours is seven to one, that, that isn't that bad. Uh, and you said you were at four lays and then you said you, you, you it takes you 90 something uh, opens to, to get a lay. I wanted yeah. to guys to understand because if, if, if they do the math, they're like, wait, four lays and, and thousand sets, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. 90 something to one. Yeah, yeah exactly. So maybe, let, maybe let's go back to after how many sets did you get your first abs- day game lay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There is something I, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, uh, like the Pablito told me, okay, after your first lay, you need to reset your sets, your reset your stats. Meaning that I started 
uh, counting my my uh, my um, my lays, uh, starting from the first lay. So my first lay was at approach six hundred forty-four. Mm-hmm. So post fir- post first lay means that I done three hundred sixty-seven approaches, and out of these approaches, I got laid four times. So if you so so that doesn't include the first lay you got, right? Uh, no, 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 it does. It does include it. It does. Well, that's not really accurate. I, I would kind of say that that if you start counting after the first lay, then then the set that was the first set after the first lay is set number one, and then we have like around four hundred sets and three lays, and then it's accurate. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're kind of saying that well, I did fifty sets before. Like, let's say I changed mm-hmm. something in my game, then I, then I did hundred sets. I, I got that first day mm-hmm. game lay, and and you're kind of discounting those first hundred sets. Okay. Sets. Okay. But yeah, if if and in general, I, I I like to look at stats in like, like let's say you just take last five hundred sets you've done and then look at stats look at your stats during that period of time instead of kind of counting from a from a specific lay, just mm-hmm. just say okay I'm going to look at the first, last five hundred sets and then that will right. give you a very kind of I think if you look at five hundred sets then that's a fairly reliable. Uh, data set when it comes to day game. Of course, the better okay. you get, the more reliable it becomes because, well, but, 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 okay, that's, that's a, but, but yeah, okay. So just so that guys understand, you were around 600 sets in when you got your first lay and that's, that's yeah. where the, that's where the, that's where the numbers come from. Uh, yeah. And then you, I remember you got them, you got the first day game because I was starting the online group coaching program. Which, by the way, I came up with the name today. <laughs> it's oh, going to be okay. called Fast Track Day Game. <laughs> okay, I like it. Fast Track. Um, and uh, and I remember you and I was doing a test group where I wanted I wanted to create a shorter version instead of twelve weeks. I wanted to create a six week program where guys would go through it and we would just kind of look at okay, does this shit does this idea that I that, that I came up with does it work or not? And, and and you were one of the guys who went through the test program. And I remember yeah. you got your first day game lay after signing off, but before we actually started the program. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and then... Yeah, I actually got the first day game lay right before the program. And I got the second day game lay, which was a, a same day delay during the program. Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Because you got your first one before we started. Before we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that's definitely... So uh, you were one of the... You were one of the, how do we call you, uh, guinea pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were one of the guinea pigs going through the program, uh, testing whether it works. Um, let, uh, can you share with the guys listening to this, what was your experience going through through the program? Because you had weekly videos, you had uh, hmm. you had Batman doing weekly weekly coaching goals with you yeah. guys, kind of helping you through that. And what was your experience with that? Well, it was really cool because um, I could have all my questions answered in a very precise fashion by Batman during the, um, the coaching calls. And um, it helped me a lot to, um, to first get better sets, better stories, better grounding, and maybe more importantly, have a, a smoother date escalation because I remember at the moment uh, I didn't escalate properly Um, and I really learned how to do it better um, I think through the advice uh, during the calls Um, 
And I will say, you know, sometimes you you use some you use a, a model, you use some um, some material and stuff, and you and you do your sets. And uh, sometimes you forget a bit some things. You you're not conscientious enough. You forget about some details or some principles. And to me, the program was a forcing function to make sure I would have the fundamentals all fixed up. Uh, and I feel that in every area of competence, you the fundamentals are the most important thing. If you if you do yeah, if you have a ninety percent performance on the fundamentals, you're gonna have most of the results. It's a parallel distribution, and really. I feel doing this program was really forcing function to really master those um, fundamentals and uh, and fix my my basic mistakes I was doing at the time. So I, I do have one question about the program, and I didn't tell you I was going to ask this question because I thought, well, then the answer is going to be more genuine. Um, if you look back at the the six weeks uh, of the program that you did, what's one thing that that you remember the most? Or the biggest kind of thing that that kind of the biggest thing mm. in your memory, the biggest. But what left the biggest impression? Mm. Uh, the, the biggest impression was the uh, the energy of the accountability. Uh, I was already being quite consistent before the program, like I was doing my you know twenty twenty five sets per week. But during the program, it really inspired me to go a bit crazy. <laughs> I had some weeks in which I did almost fifty sets. And it was like I was digging almost every day, and it was so much fun to share the stories with the guys every day. So yeah, yeah, this is my my best memory of the program. And and you were kind of lucky that you were at the, I think at the same time where you were going through the beginning phases of the program, you were still in Lisbon, so you were hanging out with Pavlito a lot. Yeah, and, and yeah. Because Pavlito, by the way, I don't know if you know that. Pavlito is one of the guys coaching the program right now because it's Batman and Pavlito. Both of them are yeah. coaching groups now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah okay, uh... let's let's then move to you know, a few more questions I wanted to ask you. Uh, guys learn day game for different reasons. Uh, some guys want to have just experiences with many, many girls and, and, and keep doing it forever. There are guys who day game because they want to find wife and they want to find that wife yesterday. And there are a bunch of guys who learn day game because they want to have fun for a few years, but then a few years down the line, they want to, after building up skill set, they want to find a girlfriend, maybe someone they don't have access to right now, and then and, and then kind of have a girlfriend later. What's gonna? Why are you in day game? What are your day game goals? Hmm, that's an interesting question. I, I think there are several reasons why. Well, first, I. I want to. I, w- I really want to have an abundance of um, very high quality women in my life, and I want to be the guy choosing, rather than being chosen by, by girls. Um, and I feel, day game would be my foundation, my platform to get access to um, this abundance of um, women. And long term, I would like to have one or two girlfriends and several friends with. Um, benefits but I, I wouldn't say it's the only motivation now I'm really passionate about this thing because I don't know like it's it's a forcing function for improving yourself as a man like when you become a better day gamer you become a man who's more disciplined who's more decisive who communicates better like for example the moment I'm 
I've started to work on my voice on a daily basis. And obviously, this is going to carry over all the areas in my life. Plus, the game is very healthy. Like it's um, you, you just you walk around outside, you check some girls, and and you do this instead of you know uh, being on your phone, tindering or night gaming, but uh, drinking lots of alcohol and also going to bed very late. So yeah, I f- feel like day game is the is a perfect uh, hobby. I remember you also said that, uh, I think it was you who said that, that one of the reasons to learn day game was to kind of take those skills that day game gives you and also use that in different settings, maybe in conferences or, or wherever you meet interesting people so you can uh, build better connection, connections. Was this you who said it or was this someone else? I think I said this. Yeah. Okay. Um, you said that you worked on your voice consistently every day. Do you mind sharing? How did you do that? What were some maybe some 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 maybe yeah. maybe you read a book maybe you did some kind of tasks or yeah well i i bought a program on udemy called i don't know like 30 days to improve your voice um and the guy gave lots of exercises that sound that sound a bit silly like for example you have to do things with your voice like which sounds super super silly obviously Uh, or um, you have to you have to read something and have a pen, and for every syllable you're supposed to um, to move the pen. So it actually forces you to speak slowlier because if you speak too fast, you're gonna move the, the pen very fast. Uh, and yeah, many many other. Um, many other small exercises that I do, yeah, about 10 to 20 minutes a day uh, to improve it. Okay. So, guys, Udemy, 30 days to improve your voice. By the way, how much was the course? I think it was maybe 20 euros or something. Like Okay. So, like basically super, nothing. Yeah, voice, yeah, yeah, very cheap, yeah. Well, now that uh, you, you've gotten your first lays, you're starting to get how things work, you've day-gamed in different locations. Uh, so what's next in day-game? Hmm. What's next in day-game? Well, at the moment, I'm more focusing on uh, business and health. And I think you cannot improve too many areas aggressively in the same time. So I decided to go a bit easier on day game at the moment. So I'm just going to do my 20 sets per week. Um, nothing special for the next few months. And, uh, and later on, I will, I will go hard on it again. And well, I don't know. Um, the next step is to become intermediate and hopefully one day advanced. And uh, yeah, that's it. I think, you know, it's cold season, so it, it kind of makes sense to kind of chill out with day game a little bit, maybe do a little bit lower volume on 20 sets a week. I think it's totally fine for like upkeep. Let's keep, let's call it like that. I think that's totally fine. And you know, when the spring comes again, you can kind of hit it hard again. And uh, I think, you know, once you get to a day game lays, you, you, I think once a day gamer gets to a day game lays, he has proved with, he has proven with real results that, that he understands day game fundamentals because there are a lot of guys in a group chat online just talking about day game and theorizing and they know everything, but they, they really haven't proven their, their knowledge with real day game lays. Whereas you are on the way there, you have your first four day game lays, you're going out consistently 
Um, well, it's it's good to hear uh, all of this. Thank you, James, a lot for sharing your story. And I hope to see you one day someplace in person. That would be amazing. Thank you, Robert. Thanks for listening, guys. And as I said before, if you have any questions you want to ask James, you can do so in our Day Game Church Telegram group chat, which you can join by heading over to my website, strobert.blog. It is strobert.blog. Joining the mailing list and you will receive the invitation link in the welcome email. And if just as James did, you want to learn how to be more calibrated on dates, how to escalate properly without being too much of a nice guy and also not escalating too fast, then head over to daygamecourses.com and go through the free dating course I published there to learn everything you need to know about dates. See you guys in the next podcast episode. Ciao.